Hey gorgeous, having trouble losing weight? Feeling tired, brain foggy, and just plain not like yourself? And you know your hormones are a part of the problem, but your doctor really doesn't have any answers for you and says it's normal for your age. The truth is, if you're a woman and not in tip top 100% shape, then your hormones are always a part of the problem and you need to be properly tested and treated. You could be suffering from hormonal poverty and that's a horrible place to live. Go now to thehormoneclub.com and find out how you can qualify to get your hormone levels properly tested and treated via telemedicine in your state provided by board certified medical doctors. At thehormoneclub.com, we know that every woman deserves to be hormonally rich and enjoy all the benefits that this brings. At thehormoneclub.com, you'll get what you need to lose weight, regain energy, balance your hormones and your moods, feel sexy and confident, and master midlife. See you at thehormoneclub.com. Do you ever wonder what all the buzz is about stem cell therapy and if it might be for you or not? My guest today, Dr. Joy Kong, is going to help you understand the benefits of stem cell therapy and if this is right for you. Stay tuned. So the big question is, how do women over 40 like us keep weight off, have great energy, balance our hormones and our moods, feel sexy and confident and master midlife? If you're like most of us, you're not getting the answers you need and remain confused and pretty hopeless to ever feel like yourself again. As an OBGYN, I had to discover for myself the truth about what creates a rock-solid metabolism, lasting weight loss, and supercharged energy after 40 in order to lose 100 pounds and fix my fatigue. Now, I'm on a mission. This podcast is designed to share the natural tools you need for impactful results and to give you clarity on the answers to your midlife metabolism challenges. Join me for tangible natural strategies to crush the hormone imbalances you're facing and help you get unstuck from the sidelines of life. My name is Dr. Kieran Dunstan. Welcome to the Hormone Prescription Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Hormone Prescription with Dr. Kieran. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm excited to dive into the topic of stem cells with you. It's such an important topic. I mean, after all, we wouldn't be here on this planet if we it weren't for stem cells. We start as stem cells, right? When the embryo is formed in the uterus, when the sperm and egg meet, we are stem cells. And then all of those cells differentiate into the various organs and parts of our body, and we become adult humans. But stem cells still form this reservoir that's available to us to recreate our bodies moment to moment, but their number decreases over time. And this is one of the reasons that aging happens. So maybe you've heard about the buzz about stem cells. Maybe you've heard about some of the controversies. We're going to dive into that too. What's FDA approved, what's not, and why. And we might even give you some ideas or inspiration for how you might want to access and use stem cells for your various health ailments or to achieve your aspirations of becoming a fairly immortal, living a long time and being healthy while you do it. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Dr. Joy and then we'll get started. Dr. Joy Kong is a medical doctor. She's trained at UCLA and triple board certified. American Board of Psychiatry and Neurology, American Board of Addiction Medicine, American Board of Anti-Aging and Regenerative Medicine. Wow, that's a lot of work. 
She's the president of the Uplift Longevity Center in Los Angeles, California, where she specializes in stem cell therapy, ketamine therapy, as well as a wide range of therapeutic modalities to improve patients' overall health by enhancing their body's innate regenerative potentials. She is an avid educator and the founder of the American Academy of Integrative Cell Therapy, AAICT.org, where she trains other physicians on stem cell therapy, and she conducts clinical research on stem cell therapy, and she's a published author in many scientific journals. Now, to provide her patients with the best regenerative medicine products, she founded Chera Biologics, where she developed the most potent and comprehensive stem cell product in the country with a patent-pending formulation, as well as a 100% natural stem cell cream, Chera Omni. And we've got a link for you in the show notes with a discount code to get her skin cream. And you want to get this cream, trust me, because if you could see her face on this podcast, you'd be like, oh my God, her skin is amazing. I want that. She's sending me a bottle and I'm going to let you know uh, how I do with it. I'm going to take before and after pictures too, so we can see what happens with my skin. She was recognized for her contribution in the field of regenerative medicine and awarded the top doctor of the year in stem cell therapy in 2019, as well as stem cell doctor of the decade in 2021 by the prestigious I-A-O-T-P. That's the International Association of Top Professionals. She also has a memoir she wrote, Tiger of Beijing, and it's garnered tremendous interest. It was named 2020 Book of the Year and showcased at Times Square. She was also featured in the 2021 book, Heroes, Leaders, Legends, The Power of the Human Spirit, along with movers and shakers such as Oprah Winfrey, Deepak Chopra, and Maya Angelou. You might know a few of them. So well, help me to welcome Dr. Joy Kong to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me, Karen. So happy to have you on today. You can speak about so many topics that I want my listeners to hear about. We're going to start with stem cells because that's really what you're known for and so passionate about, and you've developed products to help people and really have a unique way at looking at this technology and using it with people, I think that they need to know about. But let's start at with the basics, because <laughs> a lot of people have an idea of what stem cells are, and they think, you know, it only they only come from placentas, and that that's really a violation, and we shouldn't be using them. So can you talk about what stem cells are? Yeah, there's such a wide array of the types of stem cells, you know, in our current, you know, our bodies, we all have a ton of stem cells. Of course, as we get older, we lose more and more, but in each of your tissue, there are organ specific stem cells. But when we go back to the origin, we all came from a fertilized egg. So that was the first quintessential stem cell. And from that one stem cell, you can form a multitude of stem cells and somehow these cells know how to migrate and how to form a three-dimensional structure that became eventually the baby. So as the baby's organs started to form, then you get more of more specialized cells. But before these cells from that single fertilized egg to reach the stage of a tissue-specific stem cell, there could be a thousand different variations and they're all stem cells. So in this baby, you know, eventually the organs are formed and there are 
cells that are organ cells, but they're also tissue specific stem cells. I say a liver, they're liver stem cells that can form a liver cell. So in our body, throughout our body, we have all these stem cells. So there's, you know, it's like a continuum of this stem cell evolution in the body. And not only we have tissue specific stem cells, there are certain stem cells that are really special. One of the most special one is called mesenchymal stem cells. So these are cells that are all over your blood vessels. So anywhere you have blood vessel supply, blood supply, you have these cells that are huddling around the blood vessels, waiting for signals from the blood or sensing the signals in the neighbor neighborhood of all these other cells. And, and they have this uh, communication coordination effect that they are able to tell what the local cells should be doing by sensing what's going on in the blood, or they can figure out what's needed in the local tissue and send out signals to the blood. So they have this, you know, like I call them the master of regeneration. So conductor in the symphony of regeneration. So we still have those stem cells in our body. And that's what people are doing with fat derived stem cells. They're trying to extract fat, but they're really not getting stem cells from fat. They're getting the stem cells that are along the blood vessels that supplies the fat cells. And then you can utilize those cells for regeneration. So there's so many different sources. You can get stem cells from menstrual blood. You can get stem cells from blood, you know, this small amount, but you can get it, you know, from bone marrow. So the embryonic stem cells that that, that has controversy mm-hmm. was in the beginning that, you know, of stem cell research, they thought that's the the end all be all and and that's the the best source and they were able to grow uh, they, they were extracting cells from 5 to 7 day old embryo and utilizing those cells to form any organ you know or cells of any tissue type and it does involve destroying an embryo which is where the controversy comes but we've moved you know far from that there's still research done embryonic stem cells but Clinically, there's no one in this country <laughs> legally that's actually doing embryonic stem cell treatments. They are using a person's own, you know, extracted from your own body or using birth mm-hmm. tissue, which are biological waste. You know, after the baby is born, they, you know, usually they will discard the placenta and the umbilical cord. But now we know that they have incredibly powerful regenerative cells in these tissues. And that's what um, a lot of doctors use. And that's what I use. And I believe that's a superior source, which is why I've lectured on the subject in various stem cell conferences. And I put my lecture online is called, are all MSCs created equal? So even when you're looking at mesenchymal stem cells, they're not really the same, whether or not it's from an adult source, from the bone marrow, from the fat, or from the birth tissue, even within different birth tissue compartments, the cells are all a little different. They have different potentials to become different types of cells. They have different uh, growth factors they secrete. So there's vast amount of difference, even though they're all mesenchymal stem cells, right? The cells that are huddling mm-hmm. around the cells. So there's huge variations, you know, of what's going on out there. Okay. So thank you for clarifying that. No fetuses were harmed in the making of the stem cells that Dr. Khan is talking about. Okay. <laughs> so everybody can relax. So autologous from yourself, right? Stem cells. So yeah. getting, harvesting them from your body. 
You mentioned menstrual blood. I know some women out there are going to be Googling that in five seconds, looking up, how do I get stem cells out of my menstrual blood uh, to use it? Is that really something that's used in clinical practice? Um, not much in this country, but I think overseas, there may be some clinics that are using it. Yeah. Okay. Just curious because I hadn't heard that, but I know you can get uh, cord blood, baby's cord blood banked to save the cells for later use if you want it for your child. Um, that's something I was big back when I delivered babies, which has been a long time since I did that. So these stem cells, mesenchymal stem cells, what can you use them for for in terms of healing in the body? What kind of applications? Yeah, so first of all, of course, you know, as well as I do, that no claims can be made if there's no FDA indication. So the only FDA indication for stem cell therapy is for umbilical cord blood or bone marrow derived stem cells for hemoreconstitution. So basically replacing your blood system, regenerating white blood cells, red blood cells, the whole blood system. That's the only FDA indication. Everything else will be off-label use. So there's no direct FDA indication. However, research has been extremely active all around the world, which is why I put together the course for American Academy of Integrative Cell Therapy. So who are interested is aaict.org. On there, I have a lot of articles listed of for different conditions, clinical excerpts, I have you know, hundreds of articles uh, that I share with doctors when they take the training. They're all categorized by organ systems and disease categories, like over 30 categories. And within each category, there are, you know, there could be 10 subcategories. So it's very extensive. And there are also some case studies of people who, that have been treated that have gotten great results. So while I cannot make any claims, I can't speak from my own clinical experience because I'm really excited for how well my patients did. But I also am willing to share, you know, the research results of, um, you know, all these different conditions. If you look at research from cardiovascular system issues, atherosclerosis, congestive heart failure, different kidney diseases, liver cirrhosis, you know, central nervous system conditions, autism and um, COPD, you know, different lung fibrotic conditions, all kinds of autoimmune diseases. And it's, um, you know, powerful evidence on all kinds of autoimmune issues and even including things like eye conditions, years, you know, hearing. And it pretty much, you know, like most organ systems are covered. So there has been really great results. And even for just general anti-inflammation, they have shown to reduce inflammatory markers and also improve the markers of aging, such as hair, skin, energy level, sex drive, and then showing anti-aging benefits when these animals, so animal studies were done where these animals were given, older animals given regular IV treatment. And with the, the IV stem cell treatment, these animals showed that in their brain and their muscles, the neurotropic factors, you know, the neurotransmitter levels, the growth factor release, inflammatory markers, everything was reverted back to younger state. So there's powerful anti-aging benefits. So basically, as we age, we're losing more and more stem cells. Just, you know, a number when we were born, every one in 10,000 cells is a mesenchymal stem cell, right? They're everywhere. And uh, when we reach our teenage years, it's already one in 100,000. 
So you got tenfold less as far as you know the ratio. And then when you reach your 40s, it becomes one in 400,000. And when you reach your 80s, is one in two million. So this is why we are getting wrinkles or you know, we're starting to decline in our immune system. We're getting more cancers. It's because mm-hmm. your body can't keep up. It cannot regenerate, you know, wear and tear disease, osteoarthritis. You know, we are wearing and tearing our tissue so much more when we're little kids, but it's fixed right up. You don't get osteoarthritis, but when you're older, old injuries, your body all of a sudden just can't keep up anymore. It just can't give you enough replacement to regenerate. And then you get lots of aches and pains. So we are running out of stem cells. And that's why I'm such a advocate of using these stem cell therapy to replace what's lost. So all this regenerative, this powerful life force that's dwindling as we age, now we can replace it. So we can give body the signals it used to receive, just like what you do with hormone replacement. All these important signals that start Mm -hmm. to get less and less, you replace the signal, all of a sudden, you can bring yourself way ahead, right? of how you were doing because your body was starving of these signals. So these cells have, you know, huge array of signaling capacities. And, you know, like, for example, I just give you a quick rundown of the kind of capabilities these cells have. First of all, hugely anti-inflammatory. They secrete. So rather than a single hormone, right, these are live cells. They're able to secrete lots of different factors cytokines that can reduce inflammation. They also have antifibrotic properties, so they can secrete molecules that can break down scar tissue. They also have immune modulating properties, so they can shift the immune system from more inflammatory to a more anti-inflammatory state. They have angiogenic properties because they can sense signals to help your blood vessel to form more blood vessels and supply more nutrients and you know like uh, blood exchange and they also have direct antimicrobial properties they actually secrete antimicrobial peptides they have anti-cancer properties that has been shown and it has been used in research for cancer treatments and showing great results and it also have what's called anti-apoptotic properties so it prevents program cell death. When tissues are injured, just like when we see in stroke, you may have the area that the blood supply is cut off and that's where the cells die. But the neighboring cells start to die as well. It's because of the signaling cascade that's triggering the apoptosis, program cell death. And that's where cells can come in and abort those processes. So it can stop these cells from going on this death path. So there's all this wide array of actions and that's why it's so exciting. And and that's why it's such an elegant treatment. It can help so many things and the cell also have the ability to find their way. (laughs) But let's back up for a second because I do want to dive into certain applications that I think people will be most interested in or people have talked to me about in the past. But before we do that, you mentioned the only FDA claims are allowed for bone marrow and cord blood, kind of rebuilding of the blood system, usually after cancer, after it's eradicated for blood cancers. So 
What if the FDA doesn't allow any indications, not for intravenous, not for focal use, what are people actually using it in clinical practice for in America right now? Okay, so this is where we come to the 2017 policy from the FDA, where they were, there's concern. These products can be used and they're very, you know, they're holistic products, they're natural products. And the FDA wanted to regulate them as drugs, right? So one side of the argument is that these are not drugs. These are tissue transplantations, you know, not that different from transplanting organs or blood. So the FDA decided, okay, if you do not change the cells by putting in all kinds of chemicals, enzymes, you're not basically changing the characters of the cells and you're not growing them into huge numbers, we're going to allow you to use them as tissue transplant. We're not going to categorize them as drugs. So we don't require, we don't have the same standards, right? We don't require you mm-hmm. to do clinical studies and get clinical approval. So that's what we're using. We're using them as a tissue transplant. So as physicians, we can provide tissue transplantation, right? That's part of what we can do. So just like grafting, you know, a piece of, uh, you know, artery, you know, when we do, you know, grafting, we can put it from one person to another person, uh, bone grafting. So this is all part of what physicians can do. And that's what a lot of doctors are operating under. And so you can use those intravenously or locally like intra-articular in a joint. Local tissue injections, that's where there's least, um, least concerns from the FDA. I don't think they like the idea of intravenous treatments because somehow, you know, that they didn't like the idea of a systemic effect, even though everything we put in the body has a systemic effect. You can put something in a joint, it will still have a systemic effect. So I don't know where that policy came from, but, you know, that's what their concerns are. So there are doctors who are doing intravenous therapy because of the vast amount of research showing incredible safety and then also efficacy. So from the clinical studies, the key is no claims should be made because if you are doing intravenous, that's considered, you know, more toward drug route. If that's the case, you know, then no claim should be made, right? It's an experimental procedure. So you inform people properly that there has been no FDA approval and this is experimental and you understand the risks and, and benefits and alternatives. So that's how doctors are doing it is by giving proper consent and telling people that there's no guarantee of, of effects. Although there can be research that you can educate the patients on, okay, this condition, look at all these research results, but you know, still no claims can be made. Well, and, and what's true for a lot of the medications and treatments that we use in medicine, they're not FDA approved. I mean, if you look at uh, when I practiced obstetrics, we used to give something called terbutaline for what we call tocolysis if women went into premature labor. That's not FDA approved for mm-hmm. stopping labor, but we used it for that. So we use lots of things in medication. I want everybody listening to understand that this doesn't mean This is illegal. It doesn't mean that it's anything nefarious. It just means that they've said, we don't regulate this and it's out of their jurisdiction. And so we use lots of what we call off-label. Okay, so now we've gotten that out of the way. Of medications used, their uses are actually off-label use in medical practice. 80%, like vast majority are not FDA approved, but that's, what doctors have decided to be helpful and that has become a standard and then everybody do 
do it. Right. And so if the research shows forever. it, if you if you wait till the FDA approves it, you could be waiting forever. <laughs> and you know, life is short, so you need to get some help now. And stem cells are pretty amazing. So can we talk about maybe how you're using it in your practice. What are you, some specific applications that you're finding the best results with? And if you want to touch on the research too, that would be great. Yeah. So first of all, of course, musculoskeletal issues, you know, I do local injections into joints, into soft tissue. So that has been really, really helpful for any So like sports or Arthritis, if someone's yeah. told they need a knee replacement, you're, are you rebuilding cartilage? Yeah, my first patient, he was 69 years old and he was told by two orthopedic surgeons that absolutely he needed bilateral knee replacement. So he wanted to try stem cells as a last ditch resort. So because of how large the knee joint is, the way that uh, the cartilage is nourished the inner two thirds of the cartilage is nourished by the synovial fluid in the joint capsule, but the outer one third is nourished by the blood supply. So it's better to attack from both angles. Of course, we know that you know by replacing stem cells, the stem cells do interact with the immune system, help to boost the immune system. So there's like all these other effects, but but we're targeting both ends for the for the knee. And mm-hmm. uh, what's interesting was so this is uh, six years later. He's going to all kinds of trade shows. He's never had an operation. He's walking four miles every day, barely feels his knees. And what's really fascinating was the next day after the treatment, he said, you know, I slept through the night and I haven't been able to sleep through the night for decades because I had a rotator cuff tear when I was a you know late teens and when my car rolled over. So it never fully healed. Every time I shift in my bed, I wake up from mm-hmm. the sharp pain. So he slept through the night. The the huge anti-inflammatory effect, I didn't even know about his shoulder. He never told Mm. me about it. So that just shows you that this is why it's so exciting, right? The cells have intelligence. And if there's screaming inflammation in his rotator cuff and the cells, you know, they're attracted to those signals Mm. and they went there and they helped him fix it. So this is, you know, he's he's great. He's doing fantastic. That was my first case. Of course, I'm going to be hooked. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so he received the stem cells intravenously and in the joint, in the knee yeah. joint, both, because yeah. you were attacking at both sides. And then voila, this shoulder injury that he had. And can you talk a little bit about the data on knees and joints? Because I think it's pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of the studies really fun, it's such an interesting study, because they use people who have bilateral knee, uh, basically osteonecrosis. So so the, both knees are really are rotting basically because of steroid. So these people supposedly need bilateral knee replacement. So what they did was that they divided these 30 people like midline, one knee received knee replacement, the other knee, they give them stem cell injections. And what's fascinating was this is, mm-hmm. I think, a 12 years study. So in the end, what happened was out of all the knees that were replaced, six needed revision surgery. So 30 knees, right? 30 patients, 30 knees were replaced. Six out of those needed revision surgery because they weren't doing too well. Out of the 30 knees that got stem cell injections, only one ever needed replacement. So that's a powerful statistic. Yeah. It's phenomenal. And I know some people are listening, then they're Googling, where can I get this done? 
But I guess, can you talk a little bit about, for instance, a knee injection? What's the cost for stem cell therapy for something like that? So for mild to moderate condition, it costs Mm -hmm. about $4,000 for a severe, you know, because we need more product to be used and they are expensive. It costs $7,000 at my clinic. But I do tend to use the IV route, especially when a person is over the age 55 or so, because they just they, they have lagging regenerative capabilities. So I do tend to add the IV treatment, which has been shown to have you know tremendous anti-aging benefits, but also it's going to amplify the results. The more products that's used, the more expensive it gets. So the range is between, I'll say when people come to my clinic, the range is $7,000 to $15,000. That's how much it usually costs. And the reason I asked that question is because I always try to do the interview from the viewpoint of my listener. And I know that's what they're wondering. Mm. But what I want to say as a consumer, that that's really the wrong question to ask. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Everybody wants to know when they hear what I do, when they hear what uh, Dr. Joy does, does my insurance cover it? How much does it cost? And the answer is no, your insurance doesn't cover it because they're not interested in you being optimally healthy. They're not interested in you necessarily avoiding a joint replacement. And I've talked about that on other podcasts, how really the churn and burn of our medical system is profiting off of your illness. So only you have are the one to take the vested interest and say, yeah, instead of going on this vacation or buying this fancier car, I would rather avoid surgery for various reasons and invest it in my health for whether it's natural hormone replacement therapy or stem cell therapy or all of these tools that I teach you about on the podcast that most of you get the value of. And so that's why I asked that question is because I wanted to to bring it up and just to, as a marketer, remind everyone to question why you have the beliefs that you have and why you think the thoughts that you do. Because ultimately the quality of your health will be determined by the quality of questions that you ask about your health. And how much does it cost is not an empowering question. Such a great question. Yes. Okay, so knees. Now I know you've developed this, a skincare line. I wish y'all could see her skin. It's absolutely gorgeous. Can you talk about your stem cell-based skincare line and kind of what's the story behind how you developed that? Okay, being in the anti-aging field, of course, we're getting educated on what we put on our body, what we ingest, you know, just, you know, the whole aspect. So skincare products, household, you know, cleaning products, I mean, all these can have huge effect on, you know, hormone disruption and just all kinds of toxicity. So when I realized what was in all these cosmetic products and I thought, this is really scary. You know, I really don't want to put all these chemicals on my skin, which is the most absorbent organ in the body. So I thought, okay, let me find an, a natural cream, an all natural cream. So I spent a lot of money buying some Korean cream and they said it's all natural. But then when I actually look at the ingredients after using it for a while, I was like, what's this and what's that? Oh my God, you know, that's that's not all natural. So I, I was like, okay, now I need to find true all natural product. Go to natural expos and getting some samples. And then I'll leave it in my drawer for like a month or two. By the time I'm ready to try them out, they're separated into different layers. I thought, you know, these people know how to make a cream. You know, that's when I was so frustrated. And I was like, you know what? I have access to stem cells. 
to peptides and I can design my own cream. So why don't I just make an amazing cream? You know, first of all, for myself, because I don't have one, I need one. And then after I make it, I can share it with everybody else. So that's really how it came about. It just, it was frustrating to find a decent cream. So I make sure it's a hundred percent natural, even the preservative is 100% is a natural preservative because I refuse to use anything synthetic, even if it means extending the life shelf, the shelf life of the product. So it has, you know, a big component of a stem cell from the umbilical cord, and they're not um, not alive. You know, I'm not claiming that there are any life cells because it, it's, it, it's impossible to keep the cells alive, but they do have all these regenerative signaling molecules that are mm. still in you know in them and they're still you know they're well preserved so that once you put on the skin they can give your skin the right signals and i also put all these different peptides that are known for skin regeneration you know for anti-inflammatory actions you know reducing wrinkles improving collagen production and then i put in you know all these incredible natural oils natural oils can be hugely powerful and then all these different interesting herbal extracts that have you know anti-pigmentation properties and you know sun protection properties just incredible skin regenerative properties and then antioxidants and pre prebiotics so that's the the whole formula it's just i'm very proud of it because it's just it's impossible to find something like that on the market that's a true 100 natural product it is so true and all my ladies, like in my gut detox program, they're always, what can I use? What can I use? And, you know, I'll recommend something and we'll, we'll research it. And then, oh, by the way, it's got this chemical in it. And oh, by the way, it's got that chemical. And everybody listening, Dr. Joy told me before we started recording that she's going to give everyone a special code to get a discount on her product. So we'll have that in the show notes for you and a link so you can check them out. I haven't tried them, but I am super excited to do so. And I will do that. And then I'll report back to everyone, to all my <laughs> listeners about them. Do a before and after picture, you know, <laughs> for themselves. Seriously, and no cheating, you know, same lighting, same spots, same time of day. Uh, we have, you know, doctors who are stocking expensive products in our office, you know, European products, you know, Korean product, you know, they're phasing them out because they love this cream so much. You know, estheticians who are really experienced, who have seen everything on the market, they absolutely love this product. So I'm really proud of it. Yes, you should be. Um, it sounds amazing. And I'm just wondering, there's all kinds of data with, you know, my thing is hormones and just using natural hormone therapy and decreased number, depth and size of wrinkles, decreased skin sagging, right? All of the data on how it improves the quality of our skin, also our hair and nails. I've definitely seen it in people who are using the cream. I mean, you know, stem cells have been used for as far as for wound repair, you know, it's hugely mm -hmm. powerful. And I've seen people who have, um, you know, within a couple of weeks, you know, two, three weeks, the reduction in fine wrinkles. So there's, you know, pretty rapid, you know, regenerative properties, mm -hmm. decreased pigmentation and, and some have people with, uh, with lesions falling off. So it definitely is very, yeah, very powerful. So a lot of it is through injection, but you can, you know, inject, and I do that with wound care. I can inject along the rim of the wound, and that just is so, so incredible, you know, getting the wound to close. But topically, it can because we have a, you know, an ingredient to help with deep penetration of mm -hmm. the 
molecules. This is why you don't need a separate toner, a serum, you know, eye cream, moisturizer. You don't need you don't need a whole you know <laughs> lineup of products. You just need this one because it's deep penetrating, and you don't need to use those tricks to get the product to get deeper into your skin. Yeah, I think most people think that their skin is solid, but it's really porous and permeable. And anything you put on your skin goes through your bloodstream and goes to the deeper layers and really is very accessible to the rest of your system. So let's, I want to talk about heart disease and also if you can, autoimmune disease. You mentioned it earlier that there are really a lot of FDA indications, well, not FDA indications, but studies that have been done that show that there's improvement with these types of disorders. Can you talk a little bit about the use of stem cells for those things? Yeah, for heart disease, they've shown for like atherosclerosis, decrease in plaque size at the aortic root. So they actually dissected the vessel and, and show an imaging and how the macrophages aggregation, you know, was changing, you know, how there's just much, much less plaque that's in the blood vessels. And um, it has been shown to improve ejection fraction in people with heart failure or people who have myocardial infarction. So heart attack also help to regain cardiac function and repair the cardiac tissue and breaking down scar tissue. So, you know, when we have heart attack and, you know, we have debt tissue and scarring tissue. So because the antifibrotic properties of the cells, they can help break down scar tissue and form new tissue. So it's pretty impressive. Okay. And this would be with an intravenous application. Yeah. So the studies have done either intravenous or intracardial injections. So they can inject into the pericardium or into the heart, you know, muscle itself. So different types of injections, but they have all shown really good results. Awesome. The name of the prescription is the hormone. The name of the podcast is the hormone prescription. So I always try to tie everything into hormones. How does this affect hormones? You mentioned about the cytokines and the growth factors that come along with these stem cells, the signaling molecules. And so can you talk a little bit about how this interacts? Actually, it's fascinating, you know, Uh because one of the sections I cover in my course is reproductive health. And um, they've done studies on animals like menopausal rats or just aging animals and giving them stem cells, younger stem cells. They showed increase in ovary size, increase in number of follicles, increase in estrogen levels, and decrease in FSH and LH, right? Um, So that's all good sign. And the increase in number of pregnancies. So that's pretty powerful evidence that it actually enhances hormone levels and improve reproductive health. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, stem cells and growth factors and all these things you're talking about affect everything. And like you mentioned earlier, it's anti-aging. It reverses aging. There are some things you can do without the use of stem cells to improve all of these parameters, aren't there? What kinds of, are there things? I know some people are wondering, I don't want stem cells, Karen, but I'm wondering, are there other things I can do? (laughs) Well, healthy practices, of course, you know, you want to uh, eat very healthy and do exercise and make sure you detox, get the toxins out of your body, maybe through saunas, you know, infrasauna or, you know, other supplements. I mean, all those are really 
you know, wonderful ways. There's so many hacks where we're like at a biohacking blossom <laughs> right now. <laughs> it can be uh, dizzying, you know, seeing all the things you can do. But I still don't believe there's anything that can replace the power of life itself. I'm giving life, you know, when I inject these stem, stem cells into the body, I'm injecting the origin of life, right? The early, early life. And what is in those cells? The first stem cell, the fertilized egg, how does it know to form an entire human being? This is an incredible, miraculous feat. How does it know? So what kind of incredible intelligence is in that cell, is embedded in that DNA, right? So I'm transplanting just maybe a part of that intelligence. Because as the cells get older and older, you lose more and more of that kind of intelligence. But I'm giving early cells and they still contain a lot of that intelligence. What's really cool is that the stem cells, the mesenchymal stem cells from these birth tissue, they're actually in between embryonic stem cells as far as how primitive and powerful they are, embryonic stem cells and the stem cells in the baby when these cells when these umbilical cord and placenta, when they were formed, a lot of these young cells were trapped during the embryogenesis. So they are keeping a lot of their early characteristics. This is why it's so, you know, it's so powerful because they, you know, they're kind of a part embryonic stem cells, but they don't have the problem, the embryonic stem cells, which is teratoma formation, right? Uncontrolled right. growth. They don't have the drawbacks of the embryonic stem cells, but they carry a lot of powers of the embryonic stem cells. You know, I love that you said what you said, the way you said it, because I'm thinking again from the listener, they're thinking, oh, I don't want to do all that. But they do the same thing with hormone therapy, Joy. They go, no, I want to do menopause naturally, right? And I always like to say, no woman ever said, I'm going to do osteoporosis naturally. <laughs> My daughter, doctor told me I have osteoporosis and I'm just going to do it naturally. I'm just going to take some calcium and vitamin D. No, they're like, oh my gosh, I'll be at risk for a hip fracture. I could die from that. I could become incapacitated where I can't ambulate or live independently. I want, and they want treatment for it, right? Women come to menopause and they're like, yeah, I'm gonna do it naturally. It's a natural phase of life. I'm not gonna do anything. And I go, that's fine. As long as you're educated about the consequences of that choice, mm -hmm. right? You know, and the fact that neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's are reduced by 79% in women who use hormone therapy for at least six years. Well, do you want to reduce risk of getting Alzheimer's? They go, yeah. Well, then hormone therapy would be a part of that. Macular degeneration, the number one cause of blindness in women over 65 reduced with hormone therapy. And it's the same like you just said. There's nothing that will replace stem cells. Nothing. If you really care about your health to the most degree, like if you ask most women in terms of your values, what do you care about most? They say, oh, my health. But then you ask them to categorize where they spend their time and their money and the health is on the bottom. So you got to have this value shift. And all this to say that, you know, I heard what you said and I totally agree with you. There's really nothing that stem cells, there's no replacement for them, just like there's no replacement for hormones. Mm -hmm. I love so, how thank you for all that, that in perspective. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant with, you know, shifting that people's perceptions because they say one thing and then they're actually another. another. So if you put it that way, you know, do you want to do osteoporosis naturally? I mean, that's a whole, that's, yeah, that's brilliant because people 
they don't realize that's what they're doing. Well, thank you so much for sharing this wonderful information. I know you are passionate about ketamine therapy too. I'm going to direct everyone to your website because we're already been going quite long. If they want to find out more, we will have links to Dr. Joy's website. We'll have a link to her skincare products and a code for a discount if you want to use that. Any other links that you would like us to put in the show notes, Dr. Joy? Yeah, so my YouTube uh, channel, uh, yeah. just uh, Joy Kong MD, I have a lot of uh, educational videos there. So if people want to dive deeper into different aspects of stem cells. I talked about five common mistakes that doctors make when they do stem cell therapy. I talk about what happens when other people's DNA are in your body. What does it really mean? Is that something to be alarmed about? You know, what are the three stages of healing of stem cell therapy? And um you know, and what about treatment is in Panama? What's the difference? Are they better? So I go into all these specific questions that people have, and I really try to, to, to give people a perspective because just not enough information is out there. Well, a lot of confusing information, but not a clear guidance for people. Yes. Wow, that's amazing. So many, so many resources that you have for people, and they can seek treatment with you locally in LA. Is that correct? Yeah, so I'm in uh, yeah Los Angeles area. My clinic's Uplift Longevity Center. So we, I do have people who fly from all over the country and around the world to, to come to our clinic. Okay, so we'll have a link for that. Also, all the links in the show notes, everyone. Thank you, Dr. Joy, for coming and sharing your wisdom, your passion, your expertise, and really awakening to us to what's possible with stem cells. Thank you for being yeah. We don't have to age and decline, you know, like I was joking with my, you know, my friends. But yeah, what we want is to be vibrant, vibrant, happy, vibrant, poof, and then we're gone. That's the way I to go. Am, literally, I'm you hoping. are a walking billboard for that. I'm like, she must have been in medicine for as long, almost as long as I have. And she looks like she's 20. So, <laughs> so stem cells, yeah, I think that's where it's at. So yeah, I want to share with you, I have been doing IV stem cells on myself every three months for the past six years. You know, I don't, because I'm usually, I'm already very healthy, you know, I take good care of myself. So I don't notice the difference, but other people, when people who don't see me every day, they notice it. They were telling me I'm looking younger and younger. And this, you know, I was like, wow, really? Because I can't tell by looking myself every day. But I can tell now that Facebook keep reminding me of these happy <laughs> anniversaries. You know, look at you seven years ago. They think I was going to be happy because I was younger. And I was looking at it as like, oh, my God, I was aging. I didn't even know. So only now I have, you know, kind of reversed it. It's much easier to post a picture because I don't need to mess with it. You know, I look fine. Before I was like, no, it's the lighting is the problem. So I was always trying to make myself look better. And I still didn't look that great because, you know, you anyhow. So I was blaming the lighting, but now you're blaming the lighting. It's not <laughs> lighting, y'all. It's that you don't have enough stem cells. <laughs> so now everybody's going to have to go stalk your YouTube. Yes, they'll get educated, but they want to see you aging in reverse, including me, j just TBH. I got to be honest. But thank you so much for joining me. And thank you for listening today. Thank you for joining me. Hopefully you've learned something that will empower you to take a step with your health towards the brilliance that you deserve. We will have another great topic for you next week. I hope you have a wonderful week. Until then, peace, love, and hormones, y'all. 
Thank you so much for listening. I know that incredible vitality occurs for women over 40 when we learn to speak hormone and balance these vital regulators to create the health and the life that we deserve. If you're enjoying this podcast, I'd love it if you'd give me a review and subscribe. It really does help this podcast out so much. You can visit thehormoneprescription.com where we have some free gifts for you. And you can sign up to have a hormone evaluation with me on the podcast to gain clarity into your personal situation. Until next time, remember, take small steps each day to balance your hormones and watch the wonderful changes in your health that begin to unfold for you. Talk to you soon. Having trouble losing weight, feeling tired, brain foggy, and just plain not like yourself? And you know your hormones are a part of the problem, but your doctor really doesn't have any answers for you and says it's normal for your age. The truth is, if you're a woman and not in tip top 100% shape, then your hormones are always a part of the problem and you need to be properly tested and treated. You could be suffering from hormonal poverty and that's a horrible place to live. Go now to thehormoneclub.com and find out how you can qualify to get your hormone levels properly tested and treated via telemedicine in your state provided by board-certified medical doctors. At thehormoneclub.com, we know that every woman deserves to be hormonally rich and enjoy all the benefits that this brings. At thehormoneclub.com, you'll get what you need to lose weight, regain energy, balance your hormones and your moods, feel sexy and confident, and master midlife. See you at thehormoneclub.com.